What the Fuck Fights, brought to you by Salty Mermaid Entertainment. Did you, did you guys hear that? She was threatening me over I was, the mic. Because last time you screamed so fucking loud, I it took half an episode to get over it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show. I'm Jen Scott Pickett. I'm sitting here with... Chase Salt Pickett. And... Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying Honimus Adam. <laughs> what the fuck is What the Fuck Bites? It's a fun competition to see which one of us can come up with the most interesting stuff from the internet. In regular life, Chase is my partner. On the show, he is my... Adversary. Oh, wow. Yeah. I googled synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say opponent, but I yeah. I put synonyms on my cereals. <laughs> is a synonym. I was trying to Google <laughs> M&Ms and got <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, each week we have a new theme, and anonymous slash annoying Adam is both our referee and our judge. Oh my god, I'm confused. Why are you both cooperating? Get it, you? Yeah, we've. I mean, 100 percent at this point so far. All right. So uh, those of you who have hung out with us this long have Shut up. probably already subscribed and given us a delightful five star review. But if you haven't, you know, take five seconds out of your day and do that. Please. Yeah. Right? We just lost everybody. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, so Stop being a little bitch. I'm going to turn it over to Adam before I ruin it. Okay. Hi. This is the time where I talk now, and yep. it's my favorite. Hey, this week's theme is really interesting to me because I'm the one who came up with it, mm-hmm. and it's great, and it's my favorite. It's mm-hmm. myths and legends that are random across the world and also <laughs> otherworldly. Oh, no. I didn't know. Okay. I if you don't I, give me a space story, I'm going to be real upset with my I'll make sad. one up and you'll never know. Awesome. I will insert space into one of my stories. Yeah. <laughs> but you won't know it. <laughs> right. The space consent. <laughs> uh, okay. Random myths and legend, yes. Okay, hey, what do you have? <laughs> so I really have a jumble of, I have a couple of modern day ones, and then I have some like, Ancient ones. So when I say random, that is accurate. I've are, got are the modern day ones like about me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I have chosen this one specifically because it is close to home, though. It is um, the legend of Lake Lanier. And y'all have been there with me. Do you remember when we, when we went to Lake Lanier? I do. We went there um, for Chase's birthday. And I feel like we've been there one other time. I don't know. But the point is, I had heard rumors of some of this stuff. I had no fucking idea some of the crazy stuff that has happened at this lake that's right up the road from where we live. Oh, uh, is that where the <clears throat> Lake Lanierness monster is? Okay. That- <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I'm running on literally like two hours of sleep right now. Okay, well. I'm so came tired. from the speedway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to talk about the legend of Lake Lanier. I'm also going to talk, uh, tell you about a Celtic love story that has some really fucking weird layers of uh, jealousy and revenge, and I'm going to talk about the gift of corn to the Native Americans, because I had no idea that it had to do with a dead body. Well, well, if you watch Pocahontas, well, you would have known. <laughs> My bad. The traditional way of cooking popcorn is inside of a body. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a few other things if we have time. I might even tell you about how a cock slash rooster saved the day. Could you not have just given me weird side eye when you said cock? Yeah, why did you look at your brother? Uh, I don't know. I think that was that was, the obvious, that was the obvious choice there, Jen. I don't know. I think it was an insult. Okay, it's not you that. Cock. It's just that 
no offense to Chase, but when I look, when I make eye contact with Chase during the podcast, I go into a panic because he normally gives me this expression like, can you hurry up? And um, I panic. So, yeah. <laughs> see, I can't look at him. It's almost as like he's trying to tell you to hurry up. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what, Chase? You should talk. Chase, my left say now. It says, Stroke. It Caesar. Says it's help. 911. <laughs> That's going to be your space where you cock in space. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Jen wins. Mm. <laughs> um, so I found this weird little this little niche among the urban legends. Pronounced quiche. <laughs> I found this weird little quiche <laughs> about <laughs> an urban legend quiche. I'm just so glad we think we're funny and nobody yeah. else does. Look, if you're still listening from the beginning, then you're just as dumb as we are. <laughs> That's really what I have. Seven recipes on quiche. <laughs> I understand. I didn't understand these things. The legend of all these grandmas from different okay. cultures. Okay. So I, uh, I was looking up urban legends, and I found this weird little subcategory of urban legends that people tried to force as urban legends, and then they found out they were true, oh. but then people were like, no, no, urban legend, this Wait. never happened. What? So, so it really happened, but then they tried to like fake it by like hiding it in the most obvious place, like, oh, it's just an urban legend, Yeah, but so it's, it's real. It's like things that happened. <laughs> And mm. people are like, I heard this happened. And they're like, that never happened. <laughs> they basically a giant gaslight session. Oh, <laughs> you know? okay. So they gaslighted the world. <laughs> How they were like, okay, again, these things <laughs> happened. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's a myth. Yeah. That is an urban legend. An urban legend. Mm. And they're like, oh, okay. But they're like, but didn't this not really happen? And they're mm-hmm. like, no. Well, that might seem true, but no. It is an urban legend. All right. Just like when Publix took away canned bread. Yeah, I, I canned guess. Canned bread is a thing. You're yeah, yeah. canned. It's a real thing. I'm gonna you remember when they used you. to make, they, used, they actually at one point in time had a beer that was out and it was just labeled beer. Mm. Oh, and it was in a loaf. <laughs> no. <laughs> there is beer <laughs> yes, bread, right? <laughs> Could yeah, you go so. to the, yeah, there is beer bread. It's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. Or beer cheese. I don't know. I've never had beer bread. Beer cheese is pretty good. Yeah, I've, I've had, had beer trees. Beer trees. <laughs> beer trees. So there's a lot of beer. beer cheese. There's a lot of alcohol in that cheese. Okay, we All right, should so, hurry. yeah, mine, mine are just weird. And I thought, I'm we're just going to go the weird path. That's fitting. Yeah, I was, I was looking up stuff and I was like, oh, same old <laughs> bullshit. It's a Sasquatch <laughs> with a... <laughs> fucking sea creature wearing as this belt. It's the same old <laughs> shit. That <laughs> yeah, was totally. weird category. His name is Aquaman. <laughs> and I was like, urban legends, gaslighting people. Great. Let's go that route. That's great. Like yeah. Gaslighting people. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Um, yes. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do y'all do that to me every episode. I'll make the eyes. You say something to me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know uh, who to look at. <laughs> okay. Just going to stare at the wall. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. <laughs> The moment you've all been waiting for. To my right in the always optimistic corner holds an individual with an unwavering positive attitude and a motto that you can't deny. You scream, I scream, we all scream for the inevitable heat death of the universe. It's Shay. And to my left in the one man's trash corner sits a woman who collects random trash out the street like some kind of crazy redheaded fish. She's got dingle hoppers and flip gibbets coming out of her nose. It's the one and only dumpster diving fantasy creature herself, Jay. This is my favorite. I good. think you did both of those so well. Nice, nice work. Uh, nice work, Anonymous. You should get only two hours of sleep more often. I mean, honestly, I did wake up with a text message saying we're ready in like 30 minutes, and then I wrote those. Mm. 
So I guess pressure's good for me, right? Apparently. We had a feeling you were asleep. Yeah. Because yeah. the last one yeah. that I did for you, Chase, was literally, I didn't explain it in the last one, even though I said I was going oh, to. Yeah. Um, I just put a word in and then I just let the text. protective text write that. And I was wow. like, I'm done. <laughs> That's actually a great backstory. I think you should do that at least once a month. That's yeah. I'm probably going to. Yeah, yeah. Weird ass sentences. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> things now yours are probably better. Chan, why don't you go ahead and uh, get us started? All right. We're going to talk about our very own Atlantis, except it's not Atlantis because it's not magical. It's a terrible tragedy about how a whole fucking town was flooded and now we go swimming there for fun. I actually know <laughs> a surprising amount what? about this place. Oh, do you? I do. Did it come up in your research also? Um, not that it came up in my research. I had just heard some things once upon a time and I took it upon myself to do something I never do. And I further investigated without running my fucking mouth. Wow. And I know. <laughs> and I was like, wow, uh, there is a lot of surprisingly terrible things about this lake. Yes. Yeah. So um, uh, the 12 year old has told me a few things here and there that he heard. But like he's always, you know, he's really into any creepy stuff. And the fact that this is so close to home was exciting to him. Me, I was like, if we're ever going to go there again, I would prefer not to have this information. And yet here we are. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll probably never go back. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So it says it's no Atlantis. It's probably as close as America is going to get. In the 1940s, an entire, though, evacuated town in Georgia was purposefully flooded with water in order to build what is now known as Lake Lanier. The entire community, including a racetrack, was submerged by the lake building project. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you are what? stupid. Um, so before the dam and the lake came to be, 700 families inhabited these 60 square miles, uh, now we're north of Atlanta. There's everything from farms, forests, homes, churches, mills. So it's a whole fucking town. Yeah. They were forced to evacuate. Mm -hmm. So that alone is bad juju, uh, bad karma, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, you're, yeah, whatever. Yeah, force right? <laughs> is a very accurate word. Yes. Those houses are going to so, rise from <laughs> the deep. <laughs> there are other layers to it, though, um, because... They also did not um, move. I don't know how many fucking movies and books we have to know bef like before we figure out that you should never like not move people's bodies when you're going to cover up a grave. So like there are graves mm. because they evacuated the people, but they did not want to put the money into moving all of the mm -hmm. Grapes, which, you know, to be fair, I do get that because who wants to spend that money? But also, do you want to go swimming over a graveyard? Not really. Also, how are you going to visit your grandma? <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> um, so. In a, just a, like. <laughs> someone in a canoe with their face in the water. <laughs> with flowers in a suit. <laughs> oh, you actually put your little, your little diver outfit. Yeah, what is, is it the movie? tie rocks around the, the flowers. <laughs> just um, drop them in. Pol uh, Poltergeist. That oh, whole movie yes. was yes. built off of a graveyard that was never yep. fully moved. And I feel like there was another movie. Was it Amityville Horror that had something to do with some kind of Maybe. buried bodies or something? Well, Amityville Horror is more of a uh, family slaughtering. Yes, but wasn't there That's something a in the house? Movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a family movie. Yeah, well, there right. was like an, I think... Like a, a torture chamber. Yes, that, that sounds right. Yeah. Just okay. like tortured souls. You know yeah. the skeletons in the poltergeist in that pool were real? Oh, what? I did What'd you not say? know that. Yeah, there's a scene in that movie where they're swimming in like a pool yeah, and there's skeletons lot. everywhere. Uh -huh. Those are real skeletons. Well, fuck that. Yeah. Didn't that little girl die on set? Yeah, a lot of people on that. She didn't die on set. She, I think she got kidnapped. And <laughs> I think there was a lot of people shit. that mysteriously <clears throat> things happened yeah. to them after yeah. filming. Yeah. 
So well, uh, yeah. Well, you guys now that we fucked. know that they were fil- that they were swimming with real dead people, right? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. okay, back to my lake story. There were um, I mentioned the racetrack was covered. So during a drought, I believe in 2007, the um, concrete stadium seating actually breached the surface because. Um, uh, the drought or whatever. So like yeah. you can actually, it's just weird to think that there's mm-hmm. all this shit that you're swimming over like an actual fucking town. Lake Lanier, the largest lake in Georgia, which I did not know <clears throat> is one of the deadliest. Um, since its formation, 500 people have been known to die there. Five, like it's just apparently a thing people know when you go to Lake Lanier, there's going to be a, a, a handful of people who die every year, which maybe that's normal. I don't know what the statistics are for other lakes, but to me, it's just weird to think like, oh, this summer, you know, five <coughs> people are going to die at Lake Lanier. It's like tradition yeah. or something. It's like definitely not alcohol related. I'm no, sure. of course not. No, water and alcohol always mix. <laughs> they yeah. Always mix. Um, this is also in your lungs. crazy to me. There are about 11 <laughs> million visitors descend upon its shores every year, which is the same number as visit the, is it Louvre? The Louvre? The Louvre. The Louvre. I, know, I, don't know, I don't know, honestly. I know idiots always call it Louvre. I, know I remember it's in not the movie, Louvre. they went, the Louvre. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not sure if that was the accurate, fact that though. there's the same amount of people who visit our fucking lake in Georgia is crazy to me. Um, the lake's popularity doesn't explain the high number of fatalities because 40 miles to the west, there is a lake that receives close to the same number of visitors but has one third of the deaths. So that's a big Probably surrounded by like mm, <coughs> church camps. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah like Jason. <laughs> right? um, okay, one explanation for the high number of fatalities lies beneath the surface. Debris and rubble from before the lake's construction, as well as everything from sunken boats to lawn chairs to fishing wire, create treacherous underwater obstacle course. Um, also, the low visibility, they can't really, their rescue operations are always difficult. Oh, so. okay. But it's more than that. <clears throat> Legend has it that it's haunted, not just because of the graveyard, but because of some really terribly horrible... Don't laugh now. This is a terrible time No, no, no. I know what you're going to start talking about, and you talk about it. So there are um, at least 27 bodies that have not been found, recovered. So they say, oh, some people say, oh, it's because of the graveyard. Some people say it's because of the bodies that haven't been dug up. Or the fact that it was, you know, an evacuated city and then covered... But really, it's the racist issue. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It's not <laughs> bad. Was, oh, now, I, don't, I thought I don't. really long and hard about this, and I do not want to go into too many of the details because I feel like it's not my job to like traumatize people or throw it in the face. It's also difficult because you Watch never out. like want to like gloss it over or ignore it, but you also don't want to... Yeah, but g- the information's out there. It's different. This it's, isn't a lot of <clears throat> speculation. Oh, it's not that speculation. It's kind of like a lot of black people have already had the, the trauma of constantly, like they know this shit. They don't need to be reminded. So for us to like tell it because of, not entertainment, it's weird. You don't want to like not talk about it, but you also don't want to like go into too many details. So what I'm going to do is on the podcast, saltymermaidentertainment.com, I will put links that go into details if you want all the gory details or you want more information. I'm just going to give you the gist. There is a lot of terrible racist shit that happened and it specifically stayed a white only town for years and years and years because they were murdering people and accusing people Um. and mobs and like doing lots of terrible, awful things. 
<clears throat> which we're in the South, so it's not shocking. Well, especially but, around that time. Yes. And, yeah. and that area, most people would come out of the war and they'd settle down in this area. And the place was called Oscarville. It was called Oscarville. <laughs> and what's crazy, because we do say yes at that time, but at the same time, it's still bizarre to me that we're talking less than 100 years ago. This well, like that is, I mean, like terrible, like to think of something, you're right. Yeah, so um, there were a lot of terrible racist things that happened. And so a lot of people, you know, there's just a lot of bad energy in the area. Um, and then there's another specific story that's, I hate to say fun, but like more lighthearted in comparison to the other trauma. Um, there is the most famous ghost story and it is the, um, these two friends, I want to say Delia May, maybe Delia, is it Delia? I don't know. Two friends, um, went to a dance and they decided to leave the dance and they went to get gas and they decided they didn't want to pay for their gasoline. So they were like, <laughs> well played. Like rebels, right? And so they jumped <laughs> in the car and they skipped out on paying for it. And, but unfortunately they skidded off a bridge while crossing the lake and they just disappeared. So <laughs> hilarious. Great story. <laughs> what right. are you talking about? That was lighthearted. I'm not done. <laughs> so that's the real thing that happened. <laughs> um, no, no, please. <laughs> they were never found, but I'm not done. <laughs> it was in, it's fun because people always exaggerate shit and make it crazy. So that is an actual tragic thing that happened. And they did not find the bodies initially. The following year, a fisherman came across a decomposed und- unidentifiable body, and they assume that's probably one of the people, but it wasn't until probably, three, Pete. three decades <laughs> later that they discovered a 1950s Ford sedan with remains belonging to one of the women. Um, and so they assume the other body was probably surfaced a long time ago. But what's, I guess what's lighthearted, you know, like kids are like, you know, ghost stories and stuff. So the ghost of that lake is supposedly a woman who grabs you, but she doesn't have hands. So she has to do like this elaborate stuff to like, she can't wave at you or something. Sounds, I don't know. Sounds like some shit like a grandpa so, like, would you, like fuck up. He's trying to make know. a story. I she grabs like, you, but she doesn't have hands. <laughs> I mean. What? <laughs> yes, it's pretty terrible. Um, But it's just one of the goofy things that people, I don't know, they try to exaggerate. I don't know why she doesn't have hands, but they just have decided that this is a ghost that doesn't have hands, but she somehow catches you. Um, I think that's called a fish. <laughs> Maybe. It's just um, a giant dick hole of a catfish. But actually, to wrap it up with more terribleness, <clears throat> there, besides the horrific things that happen to the black people, there is also a site that's directly connected to the Trail of Tears. So Native Americans. Jesus fucking Christ. Is, no wonder exactly this place is cursed. We're talking yeah, about sure. ev- evacuated town. We're talking about terrible racist things, the stuff that happened to the Native Americans, people actually dying, people not being able to be recovered once they die. And then there was even, um, y'all know who Usher is, obviously. Sure. It became... This one's for the A. No, it's <laughs> actually mean... <laughs> his son passed away in that lake. Really? Um, yeah. Shit. And that's how like, a, lot, a lot of attention got brought to it. And so what was crazy <clears throat> is that story surfaced and then all these other stories started surfacing and they're saying that even though things are quote-unquote better now, uh, the ratio of deaths for people of color, people, white people, it's weird because the number of people who are dying are still disproportionately people of color. Well, so, Lake Lanier, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the <Not> world, <laughs> Lake. The world is built on blood. <laughs> yes. It is Why a did bloody we make lake. you? Well, we are not going swimming there. Also, when you said the lake was haunted, I just imagined somebody fishing and then just like an air bubble comes up out of the water and just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I mean, I think what I got, lo- I just, it felt fake almost. It, 
it's realistic because we're in the fucking South, but it was just like, oh, that's why it's cursed. Oh, oh, maybe that's also, oh. Is there anything that could like, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> was it an Indian burial ground as well? <laughs> Basically. I mean, it was connected directly to the Trail of Tears. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it's, again, it's a man-made, like, you know, they, the engineer at that time, they were, they yeah. were talking about trying to supply extra, uh, you know, energy and power to to the Atlanta area. Oh, and they're like, yeah. well, we got a flood somewhere. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, hey, how about this spot? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> just imagine some like bureaucrat with a bucket of water just like, get out of here. I get. mean, basically. <laughs> I mean, they were at first whenever they were, there was, you said 700 families. I think it was around like 1,100, 1,200 people total that were there. And a lot of these people um, own farmland and had been passed down mm-hmm. and, and generations and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and generation like after generation. to this land that were popping up in the offices that were sold mm-hmm. were coming through without signatures. Oh, it was completely yeah, shady. They yeah, forced was, all these people. It was it was a, a forced out effort to They forced to out, out the Cherokee people. They forced out literally all black people. And, and so... It, it was one incident that incited it, and then it just got out of control. I mean, and then since then, it's gone. Even I mean, yeah, yeah. flood it. Could, it they, <laughs> could they have forced out all the like people who weren't shitty, and then just I not know, told right? everybody else, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a heavy rain tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go pick some houses to flood. <laughs> but it's not like all in one town. It's like different houses of like these just terrible on the officials roof filling up the chimney, <laughs> right? I'm <laughs> just terrible. You'll never see this coming. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, honestly, I'm not saying people shouldn't go there. I'm just saying that it's an interesting history, and uh, it's tragic that a place that we would like to be just happy has such a terrible past. All right, well, fuck Lake Lanier forever. I'm never going back there, (laughs) and it's terrible. Chase, what do you have? Um, Don't have that. (laughs) Okay. Cool. Does everyone feel miserable now? Yes. (laughs) That's how we start the show. (laughs) Welcome to the comedy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So. It's coming, I promise. (laughs) I have a guy named George Parrott. George. (laughs) Yep, his name is George. Could you you repeat that? (laughs) Actually, his name was, uh, (laughs) this is so shitty. His name was Big Nose George. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw a picture of him. He he really didn't have much of a big nose, but maybe at that time it was just more protruding than many other noses. Maybe he had a cocaine habit or something. Maybe. I don't know if cocaine was was floating around this. This feels like more like the Wild West era. Mm. I don't know. Cocaine was around. Was it? Yes, it was in a lot of food and drink. Oh, yeah. Coca Cola had It was cocaine gum, Coca Cola. Those were the days. The good old days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) <laughs> there were some good things about the past. <laughs> yeah. So, old Big Nose George, uh, he was a scallywag of an outlaw. Scallywag is an appropriate term because that's for pirates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our <laughs> g- g- partner. <laughs> um, and uh, he had a little penchant for horse thievery. He liked to steal a lot of horses. So, back at this time, when they were trying to get a better idea of of why people... <laughs> why people participated in misconduct, mm-hmm. um, they would... They would. They wanted to study the body and the brain to mm-hmm. see if there were any elements that existed that might have a correlation to some other scallywags mm. that stole horses and all these other things. So supposedly they had taken a very um, respected physician and they assigned him to study George's brain in order to try to root out the cause of the criminal activity. Um, this is where it comes the whole gaslight thing. Okay. So... Um, 
I ain't never stole nothing. <laughs> well, not him. He's dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he died. They killed him. Well, I'm glad they're studying his brain after, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, he w- they, they hung him. Oh. <laughs> this was in the hanging oh, air. they killed the him. Oh, lynching times. Okay. Yeah, so um, they killed him. They took this respected physician, and uh, there, there were some rumors floating around um, that this physician was doing some shady shit, and because people who are respected are protected, mm-hmm. they were like, nah, he's never done anything. He's not He's not a crazy guy. He's, it's old Mr. Physician Man. He's fine. <laughs> what even is malpractice? <laughs> right. yeah. uh, he's, a, he's an upstanding guy. My mm-hmm. family loves him. Um, and then much, 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 much later, uh, there started these urban legends started coming out about him. Um, that he was doing some misconduct with the cadavers, I wouldn't say cadaver; it's not an appropriate mm. term. It's the dead bodies that would come through. Cadaver, yeah. isn't that what a cadaver is? Yeah, I, I just looked at it more in the in a medical sense, and I guess well, he is a physician. Yeah, but he's mistreating it, so I felt guilty <laughs> for saying that. Mm. Um, so, corpse. Where the first proof actually came up because urban legends were surfacing was Mr. George Parrot himself, and they got proof later on down the road that he was turning these people. And using their skin to mm. lampshades. <laughs> yes, but he what? turned George Parrot into a pair of shoes. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? A pair of shoes. <laughs> a pair of shoes. Da, 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 da. Wait, you guys, wait. <laughs> Parrot, his last name? Yeah. This whole time George I've been Parrot. waiting for a fucking bird. To show no, up to no, the George story. Parrot. Um, wait, he turned his body into a pair of shoes. He decided to use uh, Mr. George's skin for a number of crude purposes, but the the most famous of purposes was making himself a nice pair of shoes um, (laughs) that he also sported. I love your shoe freckles. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? My first thought is obviously disgust, but now I'm thinking about how we take animals and we're like, here, wear this leather jacket. And I'm like, I mean, I guess in his head... He was like, "What's the difference?" He's like, "It's a dead it's body." Georgia I'm skin. Using, I'm making use <laughs> of that. Be a nice pair of shoes. So, oh my God! You have a wait, picture. Of the I have shoes? a picture of the shoes. They have the shoes today, still intact. That's disgusting. And uh, you can find them on. Uh, look, here's a walk a mile in my shoes. Here's Mr. George Parrot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, his mustache is so big. Maybe that's why his nose doesn't look as big. Yeah, he's got a huge mustache. That's what I'm saying. He probably just trimmed. Anyway, yeah, maybe so. Um, so George Parrot. And who was turned into a pair of shoes, amongst other things, was the first person out of said urban legends where they're like, hey, <laughs> he actually was doing those things. How did they um, find out? I don't know. I, I would assume that maybe you could tell that. <laughs> I don't recognize that birthmark ever anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm sure there are ways you could tell. Or maybe something looks like skin. I don't know. And especially what if it really was a birthmark or something? You're a physician. I mean, when you look at the shoes, because I was zooming in on them, I mean, that kind of looks skinnish, I guess. Oh, my God. I yeah. want to throw up. <laughs> yeah. He and uses, honestly, too, this is a nice pair of shoes. I want to see the yeah. shoes. I might wear those. I might put some pair on my he feet. He uses his actual like feet skin, and it just looks like those toe feet <laughs> <laughs> shoes. <laughs> those toe, toe shoes. shoes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I am fascinated by this and disgusted with myself. Yeah. yeah. So, again, another great example of there were rumors floating around, and then it was, it was discarded mm. as an urban legend. And then they're like, oh, wait, uh, we actually think he was turning people into little skin Jesus. treats. Mm. Ew. Um, <laughs> skin treats. Skin well, treats. Please don't. Uh, 
You guys want Slim Jim? Because I kind of want Slim Jim. I actually oh, have some Slim Jims if you want one. No. <laughs> I changed my mind and actually have some. Some meat sticks. <laughs> um, that was George Parrott. Okay, that was disgusting. You are very welcome. Cool. Okay, so my turn. <clears throat> I got the heavy one out of the way. Um, so there's that. This next one, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I think that it is... It sounded like they were saying... I listened to the thing on Google, and it sounded like they were saying Aiden almost, or maybe Eden, but they all said it with an accent that I can't copy. So we're going to call her E. Aiden? <laughs> it looks like it's Elaine, but with a T. So like Etain. Have you heard of the wooing of Etain? I'm going to call no. her Atten. I'm going to call her E. Okay. You okay. call her... What are you going to call her, Adam? Frank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very so effective. what's... Um, interesting and also annoying about the story is I have this handy dandy book in my lap. It's called Myths and Legends. But the story, the version I get in this book is different from what I kept finding online. And it's confusing because... Well, the internet is where most, most of the time you'll find your truth. <clears throat> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking this book is published. Somebody surely checked up on this and the authenticity. But it was weird because every version on the internet... Matched better. I don't know than. if I trust that book. I don't know what that man's doing to that man on the back. Yeah, I was actually looking <laughs> at it as well. shoving his head in a very specific <laughs> <Okay>. direction. <laughs> anyway, so I will tell you the story and just keep in mind that there are different variations. Basically, there is this uh, god, and this is a Celtic story, I believe, um, and he is already married, but he sees this beautiful woman that, of course, he wants instead. I mean, obviously. I mean. But she does love him, too. So he, even though he's a god, decides for what this part doesn't really matter, but he, this guy owes him a favor, so he sends the guy to, like, get him for her. And we're just going to call this god the... Because in the book, it made it sound like he was the fairy king. In the online version, it sounded like more like he was a god, so whatever. We're going to call him the fairy king for the sake of... He's the God Fun. Fairy. He's the God Fairy. Yes, oh, <laughs> the hell, Fairy God. God fairy. The very the Fairy God King. Godmother. Okay. So anyway, Fairy God Daddy. First wife. <laughs> yes, Fairy God Daddy. <laughs> the first wife uh, is stupidly jealous over this new wife, which is not shocking by any means because apparently they were happily in love before this new bitch came around. How dare you? We're in love. <laughs> right. Um, but it didn't help that she was so beautiful that the whole fucking country decided that she was the new marker for beauty. So they would say, oh, you're as beautiful as E. And then the fucking wife could not stand it that not only had her husband fallen up with someone new, but that the whole country decided that she was the most beautiful woman in the world. So naturally, she had to do something about it. And guess what she did? She turned this bitch into a fly. I don't know why. And so, That'll show her. Right. Shoe. Right. Shoe fly. Yes. Bitch. Now, in the book, she turned her into a beautiful butterfly. But in all the internet stories, she turned her into a purple a, fly. A beautiful yeah, like, fly. Oh, look at this butterfly. <laughs> right. Is this not the most beautiful butterfly right. so, I you've ever seen? Maybe purple fly also translates to butterfly. <laughs> I don't know. But Her lover just doesn't know and smashes the fly <laughs> like, <basically>. ew. <laughs> yes. This is disgusting. She does this snuggle up with him anyway but she didn't stop there it wasn't enough to just be a you know a fly she decided to create a storm and make that fly fly away so the fly oh. it's caught in the wind the Can storm I- is probably a misinterpretation it was like a <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right um <laughs> so, a leaf blower <laughs> um 
<laughs> oh, wait, my bad. She first turned her into a pool of water, and then as the water evaporated, there was a fly left, and that was what was left of her. Well, obviously. <laughs> probably wasn't even her. <laughs> right. She probably, she probably, um, but wait, she, um, well, somehow, wait, wait. just the fly. Okay. No, the fly came to drink some water and was like, I'm different now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe that's what it was. The fly drank the water. Things that's probably what happened. Um, in the internet version, the king, fairy guy, knew that, the fly was still his wife, and so the fly just like followed him everywhere. He put it on a string <laughs> because he, <laughs> he loved her. Tied it to his belt loop. So, I'm walking my fly. Leave me alone. <laughs> True love has no bounds because even though she was a fly, um, he hung out with her. And then the wife was like, "Well, fuck this," and she created a storm that would make the fly go away. <laughs> and so just make a fly swatter. She, I don't listen, know she drifts for seven years. But I didn't even know that you could do that. Like, can flies live that long? It, no. Maybe it's because she's a human <laughs> she's fly. A Jennifer, she got turned into a fly. Why are you questioning this story all of a sudden? <laughs> can a fly last that long? Look, I have my suspicions. <laughs> she meets this other guy, which I think is the guy who maybe even originally had to, like, rescue her for whatever shit. Anyway, he takes care of her, and they have, like, a little arrangement. And then he has some, like, magic spell that he can do where she can be a human at night, but she goes back to being a fly slash butterfly during the day, but they make it work for seven years. Like Everything Shrek. Um, yes, sort of. Sort of like, like Shrek. Fiona. Yes. Wow, they ripped off Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Puss in Boots listen, is about to show up. Let's keep in mind that, look, we understand why the wife was jealous because the husband found a new uh, woman and she was beautiful and the whole country loved her, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't enough to turn her into a fly. She had to get rid of her, right? It wasn't enough that she turned her into a fly and then she got rid of her. She found out that the fly was happy with some other man somewhere else. And she was like, fuck this fly. <laughs> <laughs> so she came back to her and she caused some more drama. And long story short, the fly... <laughs> My back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the fly slash butterfly... Um, is flying away, trying to escape, and she lands on the cup of um, some famous woman in the story who is drinking wine. And the fly is like, oh, my God, I've been flying for so long. I'm thirsty. So she tries to drink from the cup, but she falls into the wine. God. And then the woman whose cup it was decides she's going to drink her. So she drinks the wine without checking for flies first. Who does yeah, that? I know. Right? So she drinks the fly and... Guess what happens? She becomes a woman inside of she her. She becomes pregnant. <laughs> oh, so, okay. There and that's it is. how we have babies. So the fly yeah. and the wine, they got this girl pregnant. And she so gave birth to a batch of butterflies. A thousand years later, I don't know how the fuck the thousand years plays into this, but the woman is reborn, but it's a thousand twelve years after her first birth. I don't know if the woman was pregnant this long. I don't know how that works. Jennifer, you have says, three kids. I thought you understood she, the gestation it process. It does feel like a thousand and twelve <laughs> years. Um, so, meanwhile, the guy that she was living with, the one that helped her be partially woman, decides to go kill the bitch who made her fly away. So mm. the first wife is now dead. Okay, and therefore the fairy king or whatever is technically released from his wife. Not that it mattered because he already had this other bitch. Whatever. Oh <clears throat> this woman is reborn yeah. 112 years after her first birth. She is beautiful, but she doesn't remember her past life at all. So, as this, a fly. <laughs> as a fly or woman or whatever. Um, so this other king is like, oh, I need a wife because my people don't respect me. And I know they don't respect me because they had a meeting and said, you can't be a king if you don't have a wife because we're going to all revolt. We're gonna, <laughs> where's your fly? <laughs> <laughs> yes, where's your pet fly? Anyway, I'll try to fast forward through this part so he marries her 
And all the people from all over decide to come check out his new wife because she's beautiful. Well, one of the people who come to check her out, like, oh, my God, this is my fly wife. This is the woman I love. But she doesn't remember him. But when he tells her, you knew me before, and she's like, uh, A thousand years ago. <laughs> yes, when you were a fly. Um, and she's like, I would not leave my my her husband. Security. He, he cares for me. Yes. and um, uh, He needs to he be would, respected. He would have to give you permission for me to leave because the truth was she did felt feel a connection with him, but she didn't have the memory and she didn't want Pulls to. out the string. <laughs> <Right>? Remember. <laughs> Remember. Right. So the fairy king leaves. He comes back with a chess set. Oh, neat. Or some version of a game. And he challenged, not challenged the guy, but he basically, what's the word when you fake like you're not good at something? Uh, hustling. Yes, he hustled him. So he lost the first couple of games and he had him set up and he was like, okay, let's wager. If I win this next one, then I get a prize. And he's like, okay, what's the prize? And he's like, I just want to kiss your beautiful new bride. And he's like, Sure, because you're going to lose, stupid. Yeah. Right. So, of course, I'll the guy wins, smokes him, and he's like, fuck you. You set me up. And he's like, well, a prize is a prize. And he's like, okay, you can kiss her Properties. in a year. <laughs> so, <laughs> he makes him leave. <laughs> I'm going to really make him want it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, he leaves. And then, as this year goes by, she decides that she really, really can't stop thinking about this guy. And she really wants him to come back. So, he does come back. And the guy's like, aha, you were gone for a year. And all my men are ready to, like... Beat you. I don't know. <laughs> it took him so a year to train. <laughs> right. So um, anyway, so he's like, all I want is a kiss. I don't want anything else. And he's like, fine, just fucking do it. And so he kisses her. But when they kiss, poof, they fly away because now they're swans. Because, oh, yeah. Which is an upgrade from a fly. <laughs> but then the king who lost his wife decides, you know what? Fuck this. I will destroy every fairy mound in the whole fucking country until I get my wife back. So all his men go stomping through the forest and they're kicking fairy villages and ruining everything. So <laughs> fuck you smurf. <laughs> right. The fairy king comes back and he's like, okay, if you can pick out your wife, then you can have her back. But he brought 50 women with him, and they all look very similar. So it's like, do you even know who your wife is? Wait, were they honking like swans? <laughs> no, I'm confused now. 50, yeah, it was 50 they swans. They only turned into oh. swans oh. when they were flying away, you stupid. Oh, <laughs> then they weren't in midair and turned back into human <laughs> and know. fell to the ground. Um, so anyway, they come back, and he's like, okay, if you can pick out your wife out of these 50 women, then you can have her back. And he's like, oh, that's easy. It's obviously this one. And he takes the woman that he believes is his wife, and he immediately has sex with her to Marcus territory and he's like haha and the fairy king's like no haha you because that was not your wife I impregnated your wife and she had a baby and that baby grew up and that's who you just had sex with and he's like well now she's pregnant I had to kill the child so that's what happened and um there's no real moral to this story what the fuck <laughs> just, what the fuck just it, happened it just kind of ends it just was like and so he killed her and then they came <laughs> no, no, by no. for Christmas Wait, my every year that's one very one very issue says that he did not he planned to kill her but she escaped and then she actually begat some other whole she was raised by some farmers oh good. Or she was able to go be a woman somewhere else <laughs> yes she became like the life like the bloodline for some other famous people so yeah that was fucked and also still my favorite story so far <laughs> it was can't a, lie it was a that lot that was fucking weird <laughs> it was weird shit got really out of hand yeah so uh, I don't can't even fucking keep if up if your wife ever turns to a fly it's really funny that you said, because at the very beginning of that story, I'll do this real quick, um, is actually almost like beat for beat the Medusa story. Oh, is it? Medusa was like the most beautiful woman that anybody, people came from miles and that. miles to see her because she was so pretty. Yeah. And a god, I think it was Zeus who fell in love with her. It was one of the gods. It was probably Zeus because he's a yeah. piece of shit. Um, 
was like in love with her, and then his wife turned her into Medusa, and then uh, locked her up in the that makes sense. In the thing, I feel like that min- story is storyline is kind of common. So it's probably every country has like their own yeah. version of like some bitch just jealous. I mean, even like Snow White is like the stepmom is like, oh no, my my stepdaughter mm-hmm. can't be more beautiful than me. Right, and so. I, I love the part in Snow White where she's just like, <laughs> yeah, basically, and she's like, here, bring me her heart so I can eat it. <laughs> to go meals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chase, your turn. Uh, a man that became a legend in his own town. Okay, this like was uh, predated the internet <clears throat> era, mm. and uh, this was a very well he went viral before he could go viral. Yeah, in his hometown because that's fucking what happens in small towns. Mm-hmm. So he was naturally the sheriff, <laughs> and um, you know this is back in like the blockbuster days. Oh. You got your town, you got your blockbuster. I love the blockbuster. And when you go days. to the blockbuster, you're gonna see other friends mm-hmm. and families up there, and you're like, what are you getting today? Yeah, G-string divas. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, <laughs> we're watching it with my family. I'm in the restricted <laughs> section. <laughs> yeah. so another man who became a uh, uh, a little a little urban legend in this community because uh, they gaslighted everyone, tried to hush it up. Was, <laughs> uh, he had rented a movie like most people do in small towns in the mm-hmm. blockbuster era. He never returned it. Nah, <laughs> better. He did return it. Oh. He did return oh, it. Oh no, with his own self. And he rewinded it, and everything was good. Except to Jen's credit, he had accidentally oh no. he had accidentally returned a tape. Which was a videotape of him and his wife doing a lot of Accident very accident my ass fucked up freaky things. <laughs> He's a freak, and he wanted everybody to see it. He wanted somebody else to take that video home. I don't know because that's a great way to lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, a well-respected sheriff in the community. So it turned out, and one of those things. I'm just saying, how do you accidentally put a tape like that? I don't know. I mean, maybe <laughs> the Toy just... Story logo and the sex tape logo <laughs> yeah. is very similar. Things can be sometimes very confusing. One time, my mom, who used to run real estate properties, mm-hmm. um, she would go into real estate properties, or not real estate, excuse me, rental. That's what I meant to say, rental properties. And when people leave, they leave. Whatever's left is what's <laughs> fucking left. Like, yeah. So I used to go with her and, and fucking just rummage through shit. <laughs> and I would collect so much trash. <laughs> yeah. And trash panda. I was younger... I was younger, and there's this one VHS, and it said oh. personal trainers. And I was like, I'm going to get fucking buff. <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm no. going to get fucking fit, bitch. Oh, God. And I popped that bitch in, and it was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fucking. Very personal, private So training. much. And what did I, it teach you? <laughs> and I was really going to church a lot then. I was like, oh! <laughs> I was like Lord, you know I did not. <laughs> Bring the sin into oh this house. <laughs> oh, Lord. But oh. I'll keep it around <laughs> right, right, just right. in case. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. Do you still have it? <laughs> <laughs> right. But the thing in this town was something like, you know, it's one of those things that let's say Adam stumbles across it. And he's like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to return it. I'm going to tell someone else and they can go rent it if they want to see it. <laughs> and that's what fucking happened. Everybody. People were time. all renting this. <laughs> Let's just say it's fucking the never-ending story. Right. Okay. And they're like, go rent the never-ending story. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, obviously, someone fucking coughed it up because everyone's got to ruin the fucking fun. <laughs> and it quickly was yanked from the... Not a, taken from the shelves. Yanked. <laughs> yeah. um, but people were talking about it. And because, you know, politics, and yeah. they obviously didn't want to lose a job, they're like... <laughs> 
That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> so everyone, wow. So be careful so, with your self porn tape. So so basically, that's it. Was turned into a my word against their word, and yeah, and of course, people who were for tight it. with him and people with the same story would be like, "That's not true," and they're just trying to ruin that poor man's reputation. <laughs> um, but it was true, and it actually checked out. And one day, wow. like way down the road, he was like, "Yeah, that was me fucking." <laughs> <laughs> That's me banging old Jolene. Oh Lord, <laughs> old Jolene. Jolene. So, uh, local sheriff became a local porn star legend. legend. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then <clears throat> was discredited, and then recredited on his own will. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What a rock star. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll show them. Mm. Could you imagine getting pulled over by him? Well, I saw you. You were fucking nice cock. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can go. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got duplicate copies at some point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, I'm going to give you all a quick rundown of the story of how Native Americans got corn. I don't, <laughs> I don't fully understand. Wait, Native? How Native Americans got yeah, corn? You know, it's maize, right? Maze. I mean, yeah, but we call it corn. But yeah, it's, well, it's different strains. Okay, again, I'm going around this fucking book. Maybe this book is wrong. <laughs> I don't know. You have a lot of bookmarks in it. so Yes. So in the book, the version is that there was this family and the young son was getting to the age where he was allowed to go hunt with his father. But it had been difficult to find food um, just based on meat. So hunting had become difficult and he had a very deep desire. For corn. <laughs> well, yes. But for uh, a solution to help feed his family when supply was low. Well, he, because he was coming at the certain age, I guess, where you become a man or whatever, there was a ritual. <laughs> 12. <laughs> yeah, I was about I to mean, say. I think he was 14. Yeah. I was a little surprised he was that yeah. old, to be honest. I was like, 14? Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> Late bloomer. <laughs> right? <laughs> so he had to go fast for seven days. I don't know why fasting is always a part of these <laughs> He things. ran for seven days. <laughs> Starve yourself. Super fast. Get you closer to <laughs> To the Lord, because you're close to death. It's like, well, we can't find any food to eat, but uh, yeah, just don't eat so that the for the uh, spiritual growth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> spiritual growth. Um, so anyway, he is exiled, basically not exiled, but like sent off on his little journey for seven days. He's not supposed to eat, and by the third day, he's really fucking hungry. But for him, it just channels into this more desire of like, I can be hungry right now, but like, I don't want my family to feel like this all the time, type thing, which is a noble goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets this uh, visitor who comes to him wearing a gold cloak with green silk and a weird little fucking plume on his head. <laughs> okay. It's a corn cob. It yeah. is basically <laughs> human equivalent wearing Take the corn. the cob from my head. He's hallucinating from no food. <laughs> basically. No, no, no. Not there, son. Lower. <laughs> stop <laughs> the that. The other cob. <laughs> you stop that. Um, so anyway, I don't know. This is very um, reminiscent of a... A Bible story. Also, I don't understand this metaphor personally, but do you remember? I think it was Jacob who had a fight with an angel or a fight with God, depending on what version. The one he wrestled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember the burning car. The wrestling match. The wrestling <laughs> match wrestled. with Jesus. Right. So this young Native American boy had to wrestle with this guy with the green plume. And um, play a fiddle. He was basically like, show me how bad you want to. Like the great spirit has been listening to you, but I need to know how bad you actually want it. So prove it with your strength. So he wrestles the guy, but he loses. And he says, that's okay. I'll be back tomorrow. Save your strength. And so the kid sleeps and rests. But then he's like, well, I haven't had. Now I'm another day with no food. So on one hand, I'm getting hungrier and weaker. But also, which I just got chills, to be honest, is kind of this spiritual little perk. It's weird because it was like, I'm. I've waited another day, so now I am 
technically more weak, <clears throat> but my desire is stronger now because the hungrier I get, oh, the more I just want. like the Swiss cheese thing. Or- the hungrier you are, the stronger you are. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I think I said the Swiss <laughs> cheese thing off camera, so just uh, I don't, don't worry about it, everybody. You explain it. Go ahead, say it. Okay, look, Swiss cheese has holes, right? Yes. The more Swiss cheese you have, the less Swiss cheese you have. <laughs> And that's a goddamn fact. <laughs> yes. Okay. So anyway, fast forward, we're on like um, day five or six and he it's getting stronger and he almost beats the walking corn guy. Right. <clears throat> and he says, okay, you've got one more day left. I believe in you. Um, once you defeat me, you'll know what to do and you'll get the answer to your question. Right. Well, the dad feels bad that his son's been out there for six days and he's like, yeah, I- wrestling Vince McMahon. <laughs> right. <laughs> So he shows up with a basket of food and he's like, hey, I feel like you've served your time, so to speak. You've like shown yourself to the great spirit. I feel like you're weak and you really didn't weren't eating enough before now. So like you've done your thing. Let's go. And he's like, no, father, I need um, one more night. I've got to complete my mission. So he sends the father away. So the next day or that night or whatever, the guy shows up and he's like, ha and he kills him. He fights and he throws him against a rock and he kills him and he's like, ah, I'm the victor. And then he immediately feels this sense of sadness, like, oh my God, I've killed my friend. <laughs> Which is killed like, my wrestling partner. <laughs> right? I don't know. So he um, <laughs> prepares the body for a funeral and he buries the body and he's like, I will for the rest of my life come back to this grave as though it were my own mother and I will take care of it personally. Why are you laughing? <laughs> he burns him at like a pyre and he starts popping. <laughs> <laughs> Corn it's a miracle. <laughs> Basically. Anyway, so he buries the guy, and as his uh, as he promised, he comes back day after day to like tend to it and make sure that like I don't know whatever you do to maintain a grave. And then one day he shows up and there is a plume sticking out of the ground, and he's like, "Oh my god, it looks just like the guy's hat, my friend." And so his father was going to take it out, pulls on his head. <laughs> Anyway, so he goes to, to his, and he, something in his gut told him not to, to leave it there because it made him think of his friend. And he's like, oh, we can leave the plume there for one day. It is a fond memory for me. And then they leave. And when they come back, there's a bunch more plumes. And then the very next day, all of a sudden, corn is all the way corn, to the sky. Corn. And that is how the great spirit gave them corn from a dead body. Okay. Jokes on them because it goes straight through them and it doesn't digest. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Ever. Is that true even for popcorn? Do what? I mean, popcorn. I've never seen does... like whole popcorn coming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you could swallow a, a fucking piece of popcorn and it come out solid, <laughs> you go to a doctor never, immediately. I've never seen <laughs> that. So. Do you remember that time we filmed that ghost series and he was eating popcorn yeah. and it was falling yeah. out of him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Hello. chase you. All right, another snack. <laughs> I, I really kind of just wanted you at the very end. They come back to the grave and it's just <laughs> corn and it's <laughs> the band corn. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> recommend that. <laughs> excellent impersonation. <laughs> They're like, hell yeah, we're saved. <laughs> oh. Play here to stay. <laughs> I have a short story. Okay. This was in the, uh, this was in the early 1980s. We are 50 minutes deep. Oh, Jesus. Right. He no, he was in the last story. No, <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> so this is the early 1980s, and um, there had been uh, some some rumors, some some legends <laughs> floating around <laughs> that there was some mystery afoot, <laughs> and and um, 
It's just a funny segue because I was mentioning cadavers in the last thing, but you know, <laughs> good old joke, cadavers. Cadavers <laughs> were obviously always and still to this day continue to be used for medical research. Mm-hmm. Um, but back at this time, earlier on, um, there was um, some some rumors floating around that uh, cadavers were being used and not not mistreated because cadavers are mistreated, sort of, sort of. I mean, you know, the cut up and stuff. Okay. <laughs> Nothing dirty with the cadavers. Okay. Cadavers that weren't supposed to be cadavers were being used as cadavers. Does this make sense? Wait, no. Wait, I thought a cadaver was a dead body. Okay. I'm thinking of it in a medical sense. Is there a more proper terminology for, for a someone body that's assigned I mean, for- who, who, who volunteers <clears throat> in the name of science to be used? I'm pretty sure that's a cadaver. Right. I'm pretty sure cadaver is a medical term. That's what I thought, and All not right. just a dead body. I, I, this says a cadaver is just a corpse. Okay. Yeah. It says, what is the difference in a corpse and a cadaver? A cadaver is a dead body, uh, specifically a human dead body. The word cadaver is sometimes used interchangeably human. with the word corpse, but to your credit, cadaver is used, especially in scientific context, okay. to refer to a body that is the subject of a study or medical So let's use. pretend... That in this very specific scenario, we have corpses and we have cadavers. That's fair. Okay. And corpses were becoming cadavers. Got it. And people Uh, were like, that's not true. mm -hmm. These are cadavers. These people have volunteered their time. Gotcha. Until one day where a girl goes into her cadaver class and she sees her great aunt on the table. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck <laughs> oh is my, my great aunt doing here? <laughs> she's just chilling. And the- Everybody, that's my aunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I called this this cadaver. <laughs> she was a bitch. <laughs> Cut her. <laughs> <laughs> she's just stabbing the cadaver. <laughs> In the name of science. God, we have the worst. In <laughs> so basically, um, it in a sense, at this time... Um, gave truth to the fact because she wasn't the first person that had made a claim like, hey, I'm pretty confident some of these this corpses are not, are, or some of these cadavers are corpses. Yeah. And they're not supposed to be here. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're people that know things. <laughs> and this is not accurate. You listen to us. And then- me, I'm smart, you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, you know. All of a sudden, this bitch's great aunt is on the table, and she's like, I know for a fact <laughs> she is supposed to be a corpse and she not a cadaver. Yeah. We, we went you know, to her funeral. I um, have some mixed feelings about this because um, oh, I, I remember watching a movie or a show where it was that type of thing, but it was like basically they were... Uh, manipulating the situation, people who were organ donors, like yeah. I think it was like an ER nurse or somebody oh, was like yeah. situation where like technically this person never agreed to be an organ donor, but we're in a situation where we fucking need their organs. But I could see that so, a little like, bit more. Just I mean, I guess that makes so more I sense. So I think for me. scientists, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying a lot of people have their superstitious beliefs, which they're entitled their their religion or their belief system right. about what happens and what they need their body here for. But um, I guess their <laughs> idea is like, oh well, I can. You won't know you're dead. Your family will never know. Let's make use of this. But it's like a, it's obviously an inappropriate, well, uncool yeah, thing. Yeah, in the to circumstances do. that it's your great aunt. 
Yeah, because know, here's like, the thing. Fuck. How does this not happen more than once? Because if you don't have like the right paperwork and shit done, right. at some point and, somebody's and like, gonna oh, recognize these things happen. <laughs> that was kind of the that was literally the uh the explanation. The, yeah, like sometimes things slip through the cracks and they're like, no no no. <laughs> Those kidneys somebody, are real no, slippery. No, yeah. Some fucking morgue no, is no, getting no, no, paid no, 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 no. kickback. Right. And there there have been plenty of stories mm. of of morgues that were Doing shady ass Even shit. Even Squid Game. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. that was going on. Yeah. I mean, and you like, oh, I have mixed feelings. Again, it's not okay, but also it's like, I mean, you can't blame people for trying to make use of a, a scraps. Where you, you get know? to heaven and then the bouncer is just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where's your spleen? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Like, wait, somebody's cutting on your body right now. This isn't going to work. Yeah. I mean, back in the day before doctors were as respected as they are now and they were like, um, they used to dig up bodies. That's how they up. fucking learned they shit. They defiled the grave. Yeah. So, I mean, In the name of Science. Yeah. Um, do you have other stories or are you wrapping up? Uh, I've got smaller. Like, all my stories are like that. Like, pretty short. Gaslighting, basically. <laughs> no, no, no. We know things. <laughs> Smart we are. <laughs> all right. I'll tell you my little rooster story, the, sum, the summary of it. Um, we're familiar with changelings, right? Because yeah. we've yeah. talked about that. And I think it's a Celtic thing mostly. Um, anything with fairy people, there's usually some kind of like changeling story involved. Yeah. So, Basically, there was this man, and his wife died in childbirth, but he and his son uh, were pretty cool to go. They had a nice little life, and the son was super, um, what's the word? Uh, no, the son was like very Tall. attractive and talented oh. and so like adored by the community, and his father got along well. Well, the fairies wanted that fucker because he was so beautiful. Oh. So <clears throat> to keep the fairies <laughs> away... So they he had some kind of magic thing. He would hang outside the door and it kept the fairies from stealing him or something. Dead rat. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so anyway, the father has to go out of town one day and he tells his son, Hey, make sure you take care of the farm while I'm gone. The son's like, cool, and he does all his stuff. But he is so tired by the end of the day by covering his work and also his father's that when he goes to bed that night, he forgets to do the thing outside the door. Oh no. So the father comes home the very next day and he calls out to his son because he notices like the farm and all the stuff is like gone to hell in a single day. It's like, what the fuck? You didn't do anything today. You know, just like kids. <laughs> what happened to all my corn? <laughs> it was fairies. <laughs> Slacking <laughs> off, right? So he calls out to his son and um, his son is there, but he's calling out in a very weak voice. So he's like, oh no, he's sick, right? So he goes over to him and it like, he does not look like his son. He's like all shriveled up and he's ugly and he's like, you know, what the fuck happened to you in 24 hours? And he's like, oh, I'm just sick. I'll be fine. <laughs> just famished. <laughs> yeah, right. So then the, uh, let me see if I can find the actual story it's just in here. just like a straw sticking out of his like head. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wait, um, um, he says, I'm just sick, but the father didn't. So the father was like, well, something is up. So he goes to the local wise man. And the wise man's like, you got yourself a motherfucking changeling. And he's trying to trick you. Uh. So... He's like, well, what do I do about this? And he's like, you're going to need a Bible. <clears throat> Naturally. Naturally. Yeah. An axe. Um, <laughs> well, you're going to need a sword. Okay. Oh, cool. And you're going to need a rooster. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Emotional support. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so we had to wait to a certain, like, uh, first. There, there, rooster. <laughs> first he had to check. He's like, well, can I make sure it's a changeling? He's like, well, it's pretty obvious, but just to make sure. He's what we're going to do. You're going to go and you're going to get 20 eggs. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> well, if you're going to doubt me, I'm taking my chicken back. <laughs> <laughs> right. He said, take the shells of 20 eggs, and then um, he put them around, and he, like, I don't know, basically used them as candles. And he's like, and when you do that, the changeling is going to give himself away. And he's like, well, how will I know? He's like, trust me, you'll know. So he put the el- the eggs, he put the egg shells out, filled them with water, and he carried them carefully, and he arranged them on- beside the fire, <clears throat> and the son sat up and said, in all of my 800 years, I've never seen such a sight. And he's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. 800 years. Yeah. Like, he had to like 788. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> nice uh, try. So he said, uh, well, you can't just go get your son. You have to prove it's a changeling. Then you have to get rid of the changeling. Then you go get your son. So he's like, well, as soon as the changeling gets himself away, you just throw that motherfucker in the fire. And so he's going to shoot out the chimney. So he does. So he throws him into the fire and he's, ah, screams, <laughs> basically. And he shoots out the chimney. Bezos like, okay. is out of the space. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he waits for the moon, blah, 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 blah. He goes, he finds his son. And sure enough, when he gets to the fairies and there is his son, beautiful as ever, and they're forcing him to dance and sing without stopping. <laughs> <laughs> dance, puppet, dance. <laughs> basically. He says, return him to me, to my own land, blah, blah, blah. And he's crying and they're like, ha, we're smirking. And they slowly crept around him in a circle, taunting him poking at him with blades of honed green grass. <laughs> I was about to say, it's got to be like, he's like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> what um, do I do? Not the green ones. <laughs> so they began to dance around him, taunt him, and stuff like that. And this is where it's my favorite part. Uh, because even though this is a man who has his sword, and he's giant compared to them, because their swords are made of grass. grass. <laughs> okay. Um, he struggled to stay upright as he stabbed <laughs> his arms in front of him. And, and while fighting off the fairies, he dropped his cock, is the exact words. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the chicken, though? <laughs> the, uh, the rooster got mad. He woke with a howl and gave one mighty crow that sent the little fairies shrieking from the doorway to the other side. Because Not the cock! <laughs> his cock is huge! <laughs> they thought it meant it was daylight and they couldn't be uh, out in the daylight. So they scurried and they grabbed his son and as he was running out, they're like, one last curse. And this is random. They're like, he'll never talk again until the curse is broken. And they're like, all right. Until the curse is broken. <laughs> right. I know. It's so generic. He'll never talk until he starts talking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's so random. May your son not speak until the day he breaks the curse. And they're like, we don't even know what the curse is. So yeah. he just lived. The father just talked by himself for years and years. And then um, one day he was building a sword and he remembered how to build the fairy sword. And somehow him building a fucking fairy sword broke the curse. He remembered how to do it. He was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't know. It was a random sword. But anyway, I just love the fact that he he couldn't fight off the fairies, but he dropped the rooster and they were like, daylight! <laughs> so, he didn't say anything about blades of grass. <laughs> so right. Shut up. Blades of grass. I will never hear that term. Oh, Any yeah. differently now, blades of grass. <clears throat> the son's trying to drag him out, and he's got tiny little cuts on his ankles. <laughs> Get out without me. Yes. Me. I'll never me survive. Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's infected. I can feel it. <laughs> they put they put poison on it. It's poison grass. <laughs> Wherever you're making fun of this guy, and he probably is like turning purple and blue. Yeah. He's probably dying. Fucked up. <laughs> right. There's probably like a thousand of them all over him. Probably was scarred from like head to toe, right. being stabbed with grass. <laughs> he barely recognized his own son. <laughs> oh my God. And it doesn't speak. <laughs> he 
right. Oh, I my see head hurts. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Okay, I'm uh, done. I'm done. Okay, I'll rattle a couple more of these <laughs> off. Um, so, Once Upon a Time, um, which I think it became declassified later, the MI, the MIA. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. The CIA. They, um, they were trying to create this very psychoactive, drug-induced um, way of fighting enemies. Mm. Oh, bioweapon. Yeah, they were exper- they were experimenting with uh, ways to uh, affect people and the brain and uh, all this other shit. It was Insane. called. Who the fuck is this? It was called uh, MK Ultra. So, yes, yeah, MK we've Ultra. talked about this on the show before. Yeah, yeah MK Ultra. You're familiar, right? Um, have you ever heard of? Um, oh, fuck, I knew the fucking word up until this. Bol- Polybius? Polybius. I swear to God, I heard... Do you know what... You've ever heard of Polybius? No. I don't know. This is interesting. I'll read this, all right? Um, So back in the 1980s, and this was shortly after... Uh, after the MK Ultra thing had okay. had got it's you know basically it's fucking wheels off the ground. That's not a good term. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Portland, Oregon, at this time, like this is when uh, video arcades were getting really popular. Um, the coin arcades. So in Portland, they had um, a bunch of different arcades, and overnight, only in Portland, only in Portland. And only at a couple of locations in Portland, a game was installed overnight in the arcades, and it was titled Polybius. And it was the case of the machine. You know, because most, like, arcades, like, the machines are colorful and they say things. Yes. It was completely all black, Mm. and it just said Polybius on it. Sounds like a movie. I know. (laughs) And naturally, since it was a new game, people were... Um, very interested in playing it. And people who started playing this game started feeling disoriented, started having amnesia. Um, they even started having very high thoughts of suicide, and they also became highly addicted to the game. See, video games, ruining lives. No, just one fucking game right. that they fucked so us this, up with. This one black <laughs> this case one game, game. In, in around maybe three locations in Portland had popped up overnight. And people started playing it, and it started fucking ruining their lives. And uh, once every couple of weeks, two guys in suits would come in, and they would go to the back of the arcade system. Set the high score. And, yeah, <laughs> and they, would ne- they would never get any money out of the machine. They would never collect any money like most people do. They open mm-hmm. them up, collect yeah. the money, and they fucking leave. Um, but it looked like they were gathering some type of information and they would fucking leave and they never had anything in hand. Um, and they okay. did this multiple times every couple of weeks, this phenomena of people becoming all kinds of fucked up over this game continued to happen. And then one day, whenever they went back into these arcades, they were all gone and they were collected. <clears throat> Dude, that's so it's fucking crazy. So it's an urban legend <clears throat> that um, that they think... The legend is that uh, it was like a spinoff of the MK Ultra, mm-hmm. and that they were basically on fucking public yeah. putting out these things in the public just to see and click. They were collecting information from the machines to see how people responded um, to the machines off of surveillance inside the machines based on what the <clears throat> games were all about, but which is pretty fucking. It's crazy. been proven that this <clears throat> actually happened. Um. No. Okay. <laughs> it's the CIA, Jennifer. We're not going to question much further. I mean, yeah. that's fair. So 
No, it hasn't been quote unquote like absolutely. 100% but you know, proven. with the internet, that somebody out there who was alive around then remembers it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's definitely out. People know about it. Even the Simpsons had like Polybius and one of the, like yeah. Bart goes up to one of the games and like Polybius is one of the arcades oh, in the funny. system. So it's it's definitely out there. People know that it existed. Yeah. Um, of course, it's a gaslight. It's like, no. Yeah. That never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Probably, I mean, it's really also fucked because you just said Bart and like he's a child and a lot of children go oh, to arcades. Oh, no, no, 100%. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's I mean, even worse. I mean, like, dirt, when you even think about like movies you've seen, like they're all focused around like people in school, you know what I mean? At the arcade, yeah. fucking right, around, right? right? Uh, it's pretty wild. Um, and then on the video games topic, and I'll just read this verbatim. Um, so obviously we're pretty familiar with in the Southwest, like Area 51 mm-hmm. and Aliens and all this other shit. Um, this is actually pretty strange. Um, so in 1982, the game E.T. was created um, for Atari. Well, have any of y'all ever played it? No. It's trash. I have, played, have played it, it? and it is trash. <laughs> I actually never figured out how to get past the first part. I was make... stuck in a hole, and I would ex- <laughs> his neck would extend out, and I could never figure out how to get out of the fucking oh. hole. I it didn't is, even know it was a thing. Phone home, you asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally have no idea how to fucking beat that game. I started playing. I was like, I hate E.T., and I played other shit. Um, I think I still have that Atari. Anyway. Oh, my God. If you did, I would need to see it. I'm dead ass. Oh. 100% think we definitely still have that Atari. Holy shit. Um, so, anyways, um, <laughs> we all fucking know um, what E.T. is. And there was this weird rumor because it came out of um, it came out of the headquarters of the people who fucking made E.T. Mm-hmm. that everyone hated the game because it was a, a terrible game and they got stuck with all these fucking games. And... Um, all of a sudden, all the games were just pulled because it was a waste. Yeah. People were like, where did the E.T. games go? Mm-hmm. Do you know where the E.T. games Yeah. You do? Yeah, no, they all famously got sent to a massive mass grave, essentially. They buried them. Into a landfill. Into- and it's purely just those game cartridges because Why? there were so many. There were so many, there they didn't so know what many to do with them. That they literally created a mass grave in a landfill out by the desert for all these oh ET games. They actually, uh, not recently, but compared to when they did it, uh, they excavated it. Um, and then people got like copies of ET that were in that. And it's like they were selling on eBay for like thousands of dollars. Oh I mean, it's, my it's, God. Even, the, you know, it's a piece of history. Yeah. And everything but that surrounds it, too. I'm know? just wrapping my brain around the fact that they had this game that was so terrible that they buried it, but now the game is worth thousands of dollars because it was buried. Yeah, because of the story. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's so dumb, but... I it, have that fucking game. I, I, I would hate it. That would be amazing. If yeah, you had, you, is you, that at your mom's house? Uh, it has to be. You yeah. could probably sell that on eBay or something for actual money. Well, I'm not kidding. I a actually, pristine, like, copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. It fucking works. I know that. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wanted it to be so good, and I tried it, and I was like, doing all the shit, and Atari only has so many fucking buttons, you know? <laughs> you go to Antiques Roadshow and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely had the E.T. Um, the and it was trash. Such yeah. a trash game. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's all my story, so. All right. Yeah, so that was a fun little episode of uh, Myths Random. and Gaslights. <laughs> Gaslighting <laughs> Legends. <clears throat> Random stuff. So I know that you showed me at least one picture and I've got some links and I'll put a link for the book. I got the shoes. The shoe, <laughs> got the that shoes. shoes fucked me up. So <laughs> I, I want to share that. If you go to saltymermaidentertainment.com, yeah. um, 
we'll do a blog with these links in that picture. And also you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok and wherever else you'd like to. It's at Salty Mermaid ENT. Was there anything else before Adam does his big decision? Which I don't think so. I, I feel think like you, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think we could do what we normally do, remind Adam um, what we had in the show. And, you know, so yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I like to relive things even though the decision's made. I had the, I had this, <laughs> I had the terrible, I had the That's trauma fair. of the legend of Lake Lanier. I had the story of um, corn coming from a dead body. I had the story of the butterfly slash fly jealousy rage layered story. Um, and oh, also the, the rooster and the blades of grass. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I had uh, the man who was turned into a pair of shoes. Oh, God, <laughs> I had a that sheriff one. that turned into a porn star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a cadaver that was really just someone's aunt that should have been buried. <laughs> E.T., who's still buried, not hmm. maybe mostly. And then uh, I have uh, Polybius. Um, which is also buried by the government. Thank you, Polybius. That skin shoe one has uh, <clears throat> haunted me. Yeah. Um, give me a nice pair of skin me. shoes. I, I definitely enjoyed both, but I have to give the win to Jen. Yes. <laughs> Even for fair. the year. You yeah. won last week. Yeah, no, so you, had some really good. Good, you had some good stories. That was fun. Those those fairies got me fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the blades of grass and dropping the cock. <laughs> Just because in my own head cannon, I was playing the stories out oh, in my head fair. and they were hilarious. Yeah. You know, there's a couple others that uh, we didn't have time for, but... One of them, I was like, if I tell this story, I just think it's so fucking funny. But if I tell it to them, it's going to be like that one situation where I couldn't stop laughing about the girl waving at the mailbox. (laughs) And I just knew that y'all were not going to find it as funny as me. So I like didn't tell. But I'm glad that y'all appreciated the ones. Yeah. (laughs) Just corn man and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, Some good. Some good shit. Um, Well, thank you for thank you for listening. Um, Adam, you want to do something punny? Yeah, I like puns. Um, <laughs> he must he must love this one a priest a rabbit and a minister walk into a blood drive the rabbit says I'm a typo bye